Hello everyone and happy Friday. I feel like it's been quite a while since I've done an episode of the Simply Kennedy podcast, but the show has been going on for almost four years now, so every once in a while I like to take a little hiatus, a little break, reevaluate kind of what content is coming up, restructure the show if necessary, and you know, just pitch ideas and work with the team to kind of figure out what the next step is. So Um, Over the next few weeks, you'll kind of see a few changes coming in and there'll be some improvements to the podcast. And I think that's always important, especially for a long running show like this one. So you can look up for that. Look forward to that, Um, especially if you've kind of been disappointed. But um, new episodes are back every single Friday. And today I've got a great show lined up, so if you're new around here, if you've never heard the podcast before, or if you just need a little refresher, I'm Kennedy C. I am the host. I basically bring you everything in the new in the world of pop culture every single week. So this week I'm going to be talking about lots of stuff. There is some stuff that's probably you've already heard about just because we have it on a small break, but lots of stuff and I'm going to give you my opinions and I can't wait to hear y'all's opinions as well. So stay tuned for that. But before we start the episode, as always, I have a little pre-recorded ad for you all. So here is that pre-recorded ad. All right. Thank you for listening to that pre-recorded ad. I know it sounds scripted already, but I'm going to say it again anyway. As a podcast listener, I listen to a ton of podcasts. In fact, today I'm even going to be talking about another podcast. I hate listening to ads. They drive me nuts. It's the equivalent of watching commercials during a a TV show. But as a podcast host, that really helps out the podcast. We are a small, independently owned and published um, podcast, independently produced as well. So it does help. Thank you. Let's get into it. Today I have a lot to talk about actually in the realms of movies and TV, which is really exciting. Y'all know I love watching a good series or a good movie so first of all i want to talk about let's see what do we have miss marvel it has been out for kind of kind of a bit but the season finale was released this week i gotta say and and i'm not gonna give any spoilers i'm gonna try not to give spoilers for any of these just because i want to give you all the chance to watch them yourselves once they've been out for a while it'll be fair game and i can give my opinions and spoilers and everything but for now i want to say um, I've really been impressed lately with what Marvel has been doing in terms of their series. I was a little skeptical when I first heard that they were planning on doing series on Disney+. Plus. I just wasn't sure Marvel series previously, which was a totally different thing, Marvel Television Studios, they just did not hit as well. I did love Marvel's Runaways, and there was some that were good, but in terms of, like, hitting um, to the point of being able to reach, like, the movie-level... Um, just acclaim they weren't hitting so I was a little skeptical but thus far I've been really really impressed with the way that Marvel has been able to make series and connect them seamlessly to the movies so Miss Marvel is great um I I'll say this if you're gonna watch it or if you haven't watched the finale yet I would say stay till the end credit scene we know we love a good Marvel end credit scene also I want to say I think Iman Vajani as um Miss Marvel Kamala Khan I think she's great I think she's an incredible young talent if I'm not mistaken just like Sochi Gomez who played America Chavez in Doctor Strange the Multiverse of Madness she also this is like her first acting gig which is amazing it's incredible how young actors are really just 
like going into their first projects and killing it like that so i highly recommend watching it and then of course i do recommend the other marvel series as well the only one i haven't seen as of right now is what if and moon knight um but every other marvel series i've seen and i can truly say i think they're doing a great job i think miss marvel's definitely in my top three at the moment there's not that many out right now um she hulk is coming up which i'm very excited for even though i know a lot of people are not but it's coming up so we have that to look forward to as well. The other kind of Marble Marvel edition that I want to talk about is Thor Love and Thunder. It just came out. There was a lot of mixed reviews. If I'm not mistaken, it is Marvel's lowest rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes. Don't quote me on that, but I did see it that somewhere. Um, and I know there's been a lot of fans that were disappointed, and there's also a lot of fans that enjoyed it. I've got to say, and again, I'm not going to spoil anything, but I've got to say that I love the addition of Natalie Portman to the cast. I think maybe the complaint that a lot of people have is that there is a lot of comedy, like almost too much. But if you're willing to look past that, I think it's a great film. It is the first Marvel hero to get four films, so... And, you know, that's something new for Marvel. And, of course, it maybe isn't going to be as successful the first time around. If another hero were to get four films, of course, by their fourth film, we'll kind of have understood the formula and whatnot. But I think it was a great movie, and I would love for you all to kind of go check it out, watch it. I almost went to go was going to rewatch it today, but I decided to watch another movie instead. But um, I think it's a great movie. I think... You guys should check it out and let me know your thoughts. Anchor.fm slash Kennedy C. You can leave me a listener message. And I want to know your opinions on Thor Love and Thunder. Did you like it? Did you hate it? Were you somewhere in between? What were your favorite parts? What were your least favorite parts? Let me know. Um, And you never know. You might hear your voice on the show in a future episode. But yeah, I, I say go watch it. Give it a chance. You might love it. You might hate it. You might be somewhere in between. I think I'm definitely somewhere in between. I'll say I like it a lot more than some Marvel movies, so check it out, check it out. The next thing I want to talk about is, and this is a family-friendly show, so I'm not going to say the full title, but it is Boo B, let's just say B, you can fill in the rest of the letters, um, on Netflix. First of all, Lana Condor is in it. I love Lana Condor, if you don't know who she is, she played Lara Jean, one of my favorite characters of all time in the To All the Boys I Love Before movies, and she's done a few other things as well, but that's probably what she's most known for. Well, this is her new series, which she actually was an executive producer on, which I think is awesome. I think it's great when an actor can kind of learn different parts of the industry as well, whether that's directing or writing or producing. And so she was an executive producer on this, and it is a new Netflix series. I love it. It's I'll give you the basic plot without kind of spoiling anything. I'll tell you basically what you can see in the trailer it's basically about two best friends. One of them, played by Lana Condor, um, dies, and she comes back as a ghost, and she finds out that in order to stay as a ghost, stay on Earth, she needs to be more famous in her ghost life than she was in her real life. So it is really interesting. What I love is kind of the genre of it. It's kind of meant to be terrible. Like, it's a terrible series, if you think about it, but It's very much just like, almost, I would say, um, what would I call this genre? I would almost call it like, um, 
<laughs> I can't even think of a way to describe it, but if you've seen Insatiable on Netflix, to me, it's almost a combination of Insatiable and Julie and the Phantoms. It's just very much... It, it, it's not meant to be good. Julie and the Phantoms is good, but it steals kind of some plot points from there. But it's very much insatiable. Like, it's nuts. It's out there. It's out of pocket. It's it's just not meant to be good, but it's somehow, like, still is interesting and you want to know what's coming next. And that's all I say about that. But definitely check it out if you're interested. If you liked Insatiable or maybe if you like Julie and the Phantoms or anything like that, it's, it's a good funny series it is a mini series so you're gonna get closure by the end you're not gonna have to wait for a season two there is gonna be closure it's i believe seven episodes no eight episodes so it you're good you're good you want a quick binge you won't have to wait for another season you'll get closure you might be mad at the ending i don't know but you'll get closure nonetheless now speaking of lana condor who played um, obviously a Jenny Han character. The Summer I Turned Pretty, which is uh, a series on Prime Video based on the trilogy, book trilogy by the same name, um, came out a few weeks ago. And honestly, probably my favorite series of the summer, at least thus far. I'm still waiting for High School Musical Musical Series Season 3, as well as Never Have I Ever Season 3. But for now, oh, and of course, um, She-Hulk. But for now, my favorite series of this summer so far has been The Summer I Turned Pretty. I love Jenny Han's books. I think she's a great author. I actually went and reread the books. I had read the first one before. I never finished the trilogy in the past, but I had read the first one about 10 years ago. I forgot everything that happened. So after I watched the series, I went back and read the book. First of all, this series is one of the very, very few series where I can truly say I actually preferred the series to the book and that's like I, I love the book it's not nothing to Jenny Han's writing or anything like that but I truly preferred the series it was done so well I love the soundtrack some people um there was some complaints that there was too many songs in the soundtrack I I can see where people are coming from and I'm not going to disagree with that but the songs are so good I actually was willing to look past it y'all know I love Olivia Rodrigo there was two Olivia Rodrigo songs in the soundtrack we had Brutal and um, two Steps Forward, Three Steps Back, great songs, a lot of Taylor Swift, um, Cruel Summer, and a bunch of other songs that I love, so soundtrack was amazing, and this first season was really nice blend of just, like, a good summer show, as well as a comedy, and at the end, kind of like a, I don't want to call it a tragedy, but really sad, and they were able to mix, like, humorous moments with really serious moments, and then just, like, a teen coming of age story so really great series um essentially what it's about is the main character isabel conklin also known as belly and she her her mom and her mom's best friend always go to the same beach house every summer her mom's best friend has two sons and belly and her brother as well so they all stay together um and belly kind of falls into a love triangle with the two brothers with her mom's best friend's boys and it, there's drama there's comedy there's love there's sadness um there also might be a character dying of cancer but if you haven't seen it I'm not going to tell you who you have to go watch it for yourself but yeah great series overall I'm really excited for season two they actually got renewed for a season two before the series was even released and to my knowledge as far as I know I believe they are beginning to film season two at the um 
in the next few days. So very exciting stuff. I love it. I love the books. I'm well, I, I don't love the books, but I do love the books. I love the books. I hate the endings. I wish they had ended a different way, but Johnny Han is an incredible writer and I love it. So I can't wait to see where they take the series. They did kind of change some stuff up from the first book to the first season. So I'm interested to see what they're going to do for the second season. But yeah, if you haven't checked that out, that's on Prime Video. Also, one of the very, very, I can only think of like maybe one other series I've ever watched on Prime Video, but this is so good. And Amazon was really smart with their marketing for this as well. They also kind of released like a whole collection of merch that you can get on Amazon. Um, so yeah, if you're really into it, there's merch as well. And um, definitely probably my favorite thing that Prime Video has ever released. So I'm I'm very excited about it. I'm I can't wait for season two. Watch it if you haven't already. I have rewatched it like twice already and I'm probably gonna rewatch it at least one more time before summer's over. Um and definitely read the books as well. Support Jenny Han. I love her. I love her writing. I love um To All the Boys I Love Before. One of my favorite movies of all time and a book series I love as well. So do support the books as well and it's actually um number one on the new york times bestsellers list for like the last two or three weeks i think ever since the series was released which is really cool that the books are after so long back on the best-selling list like that Alrighty, and the last kind of well series movie no i have more to talk about but anyway um Control Z or Control Z, depending on how you pronounce it. Season three is on Netflix. I have talked about this series before. I it, it is a series that is originally in Spanish. It was shot in Mexico. It's all Mexican actors. I originally started watching it just because there's not many Netflix like Mexico series, and I Spanish is a language that I speak, so I wanted to watch it, and it was really good. I love the first season. If you haven't already seen the first season, definitely check it out. Second season disappointed me a lot. It was kind of hard to follow. It didn't have a great, like, ending or anything like that, but the third season, I would say, is probably my favorite of the three seasons, if not tied with the first season. So definitely, I highly recommend it. I think in the past, I did talk about season two and saying about how I was disappointed with it and whatnot, but season three really redeemed that. It also kind of helped me to understand more what was going on in season two. Maybe I just didn't pay attention to it enough when I was watching it the first time, or maybe it really was hard to follow. I think it was hard to follow, but season three is great. It is the last season of the series, but I think it ended really great. The, there was good closure at the end. I The last thing I want is when a series ends and you still have questions. So I did like the way this season ended. I think there was great closure, no cliffhangers, nothing like that. Very interesting. Lots of drama, lots of mystery. It is um, a little bit mature for more mature audiences. So I highly recommend it for like young adults. Don't watch it if you're younger than that. But great series overall. Um, I love how they closed it up. And I think it actually saved the series for me. After season two, I was really questioning if I was even interested in watching season three. And I started watching it and I was hooked, especially the last few episodes. So I think it definitely saved the series for me. And I definitely recommend checking it out if you haven't already. Or um, even if you haven't heard of it, maybe watch it from the first season. All right. Um, the other thing I want to briefly talk about is Dancing with the Stars. It was announced that Tyra Banks is going to be getting a co-host. I'm not sure if the host was announced or not. I need to check that out. I think though the host wasn't but it is revealed that she is going to be getting a co-host for Dancing with the Stars and if you remember from one of the previous episodes of my podcast I did talk about how Dancing with the Stars is no longer going to be on ABC it is going to be Disney Plus 
first live series so that'll be very interesting i'm a huge fan of dancing with the stars i've been watching it for years specifically the last like three seasons or so i love it um it's really interesting. I'm a dancer. I don't do any kind of ballroom or anything like that, but it's fun to watch. I love seeing the different dances that they come up with. And um, my one complaint about the series, and I'm sorry, I think it's a lot of people's complaint, is that Tyra Banks is not the greatest host for me. I think the previous hosts were much better, but I'm hoping that the addition of a co-host will make the show a little bit more palatable and that um, it'll just kind of solve the issues that were kind of, I think, pushing the audience away. So that'll be very interesting to see. There is still quite a while until we get the new season. And it'll also be very interesting to figure out, and I've mentioned this before already, but to figure out how Disney is going to go about a live show on Disney+. Plus. I think it's something new. It'll be interesting. I'm not really sure of any streaming service. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But I'm not sure of any streaming service that does a live series. So it will be very interesting. And I'm interested to see how that works. Um, so we'll have to wait around and see, I guess. The other thing in terms of like movies and series and whatnot, um, the Barbie movie, it's being directed by Greta Gerwig, great director, female director, it's starring Margot Robbie, and we are getting actually a lot of leaks from the movie. There's been some pictures of Margot Robbie dressed as like a Barbie cowgirl and a Barbie roller skating and on the beach and all this stuff. Um, and we're kind of finally getting some plot details. This movie was kept so under wraps for so long, and now it seems that it's like so many leaks are coming out and we're getting like more info than we maybe needed a, like a trailer would have sufficed or like just a little bit but um essentially it's going to be about barbie and ken kind of escaping barbie world and going to the real world and it's supposed to be i think it's a it, it no i know it is an adult geared movie not like inappropriate or anything but it's not like a kid movie and i think it's going to be very meta and very like self-aware and i'm very excited about it i think a lot of people are Margot Robbie's great. I love her acting. I think Greta Gerwig's an incredible director as well. So I'm very interested in it. I believe it's supposed to come out next year, which I cannot wait. I just love the idea of like this self-aware kind of humorous, um, kind of almost parody of a Barbie movie. It sounds so good to me. It almost reminds me a little bit of like the Dora movie, the live action that they did. It was like like kids could watch it it wasn't like it was inappropriate but I feel like it was more geared towards toward like adults and like some of the humor was really funny and self-aware and I love that I think it's great when a cartoon can just like become live action and then become self-aware and it's really humorous so um we'll have to keep looking out for more leaks and see what's happening but that's that on that I guess um the other thing I want to talk about when I really don't talk about other podcasts here mainly for selfish reasons because why do I want to promote another podcast there's lots of podcasts I listen to but I do want to promote one podcast today so Danielle Fischel, Will Friedle, and Ryder Strong who played Topanga um Eric and Sean on Boy Meets World have a new podcast together called Pod Meets World. It's really cool. They're actually, they have, they've had several guests. They already had um, the actor that played the dad in the show and the actor that played Mr. Feeney in the show. They had them on. And essentially what it is, is they're watching after all these years, episodes of Boy Meets World, and they're going in order from episode one all the way till the end. I believe as of right now, they're on episode three they're on episode three it airs every Wednesday I listen to it personally on iHeartRadio 
um, or on Apple Podcasts, depending on which app I pull up first. Um, but you can hear it lots of places. If you give it a Google, I'm sure you can find it. Or like I said, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, you can find it there as well, which is also where you can find my podcast if you're not already listening to it there. So make sure you check out my podcast as well. Um, but yeah, it's a great show. I'm actually really interested. There's a lot of behind the scenes and a lot of insight and I really have been enjoying the podcast, and actually, Will Friedel, who who's um, on that podcast, and who played Eric on Boy Meets World, also has a podcast with Christy Carlson Romano, and look how, look how generous I'm being, I'm not, I'm not, this is not sponsored, I'm literally gonna promote another podcast, but they have a podcast together, Christy Carlson Romano played the voice of Kim Possible, Will Friedel played the voice of Ron Stoppable, they have a podcast together called I Hear Voices, really cool podcast where they talk to voice actors, or different people within the voice acting industry, and give a lot of insight there as well. And I wasn't even going to mention it, but I do want to talk about, um, they did an episode for the 20th anniversary of Kim Possible, one of my favorite childhood shows, and they got the voice actors that played um, Shigo and Draken as well, and they did a new scene, and it was really awesome. So yeah, those are two podcasts. You'll probably never hear me um, talk about another podcast on the show again, but Pod Meets World, great show. They're rewatching Boy Meets World, giving lots of behind the scenes and just lots of insight years later and I hear voices great for anyone interested in the voice acting industry or who's just interested in the behind the scenes of what goes on behind some of your favorite animated um stuff series movies whatever it is um so yeah and I think the very last thing I want to talk about today is something very exciting and it's 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 been happening it's it's something that happened a while back but I didn't get to talk about it on this podcast and they do have a new song out so DNCE Joe Jonas's band um, which is Joe Jonas, Jinju, and Cole, um, what is his name, goodness, no, not Cole, Cole's the member that left the band, I am so sorry, it is Joe Jonas, Jack, and Jinju, all three J's, that's how I remember it, but DNCE, you might remember them with, from Cake by the Ocean, or Kissing Strangers, or Toothbrush, or literally any song, um, they're back. I'm so excited. I love that we live in a world where the Jonas Brothers and DNCE can coexist. They've released several songs, Got Me Good, Dancing Feet, and Move. Their most recent one is Got Me Good. Such a good song. Dancing Feet, I think, is my favorite of the ones they've released recently, and that is with Kaigo as well. Um, but I'm so glad they're back, and I'm a huge Jonas Brothers fan, but I'm also a huge DNCE fan. I think I'm, I'm like, so obsessed with Jinju as well, who is the guitar player for DNCE, and she actually was on tour with the Jonas Brothers, so when I saw them um, during the Remember This tour, I got to watch her play. She is insane. She is so cool. She has, like, an awesome fashion sense and stuff, too, so I'm really glad DNCE is back together. Um, rumor has it there might be an album coming soon, um, although the Jonas Brothers have also been saying there's an album coming soon for, like, the last two years, so I guess we'll have to wait and see, but they have been releasing singles. Everything is so good so far, and I'm really just glad to see the band back together. I love them, and um, yeah, I just wanted to mention that, and if you ha are into DNCE, then um, I'm the one telling you they're back in case you didn't know, and if you haven't heard them or you're not, you know, you just know them as like the band that sang Cake to the Ocean, well, cake to the ocean cake by the ocean well now you know they're back together they got new music really good stuff check it out anyway that is all i really wanted to talk about today but my other podcast simply screen reviews totally different podcast from this one um it's much more structured i'm a little calmer on that one i would say i feel like i get really excited during this podcast but i'm a little bit more chill on that podcast um if, i've talked about it here before but it's basically i'm 
review some of my favorite. Uh, it's twice weekly, so one on Friday. I'm sorry, on Saturday I re- I review my favorite series, and on Sunday I review my favorite movies. And it's a really fun show. It's not necessarily new stuff. A lot of this stuff came out a long time ago, but it's some of my favorite stuff that I go back and rewatch again and again and again. This week, for the big relaunch of that podcast, I am reviewing One Day at a Time as the series and then Coco as the movie. So, and there's a huge, like, so many genres. I'm not just reviewing, like, teen movies or romance movies or comedy movies or action movies or superhero movies. It's a huge mix. There's, like, and as for the series, there's, like, some drama, some comedy, some Disney, all sorts of stuff. So if you love movies and TV, definitely recommend checking it out. Or if you just love hearing my voice, maybe you love hearing my voice. Maybe that's why you're here right now. I don't know. Anchor.fm slash Simply Screen Reviews. Um, that one is not as, um, on as many platforms, so you do kind of have to check out and research where you can find it, but I am working on getting it on more platforms and kind of making it as big as this podcast, but yeah, anyway, that big relaunch happening tomorrow, tomorrow at 11 a.m. Central Time, episode 5, which is the first episode of the relaunch will be released so make sure you check it out as for any other places you can find me kennedy c media on facebook um you, i'll post links to my podcast there as well so if that's easier for you to find um both podcasts then you can check it out there um youtube channel is kennedy castillo that is k-e-n-n-e-d-y-c-a-s-t-i-l-l-o new videos weekly lots of fun stuff happening challenges and vlogs and makeup tutorials and all this crazy stuff so check it out it's basically just like me being crazy all the time um, which is essentially what this is as well instagram is at kennedy c underscore blog um i don't use instagram very much but i always say if enough of y'all follow me maybe you'll convince me to use it and where else can you find me is there anywhere else oh anchor.fm slash kennedy c that is the link to this podcast you can send me listener messages i would love to hear from you all and i would love to play you on the air so if you want me to or if you don't want me to play you on the air but you still want to send me your opinions on stuff let me know just say hey please don't use this on the air i won't use it but if you do um you have a chance of being featured on an episode and um you can also give me some listener support there financial support for the podcast as much as you want to donate that'd be great that would help this show out a lot Uh, i think that's everywhere you can find me and you can also find me next friday same same place maybe not the same time but next friday new episode of simply kennedy new episodes every friday happy friday y'all and have a good weekend i'm out